This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee, fresh roasted coffee from the foothills of California's gold country, delivered right to your door. Use the code HIRL for 10% off any order. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your hosts as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty, and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 150. Can you believe it, Kendra? No. That's the sesquicentennial. Is that how you say it? No, really? Is 150 it? is? No, I don't know. sesquicentennial. Is it? I'll, I'll look that up while All we're right. talking. You just go ahead and Google that, Fletch. I did Google that, and it is right. That's 150. So 150th anniversary. 150, well, I don't know if this is the anniversary, but... If this was a vocabulary podcast... We'd be killing it right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is so not me. I, I can't believe I'm the one that came up with that <laughs> vocabulary what to- podcast. What a total nerd! Do you think there's pod- such a thing? Uh, we're gonna look at the word sesquicentennial. <laughs> this comes from the whatever. I don't even know what it would come from. Probably. Uh, what's Latin. your favorite word to say? Moist. No, it's not. <laughs> I know that's what everybody You're hates. Not- everybody hates that word, but it doesn't Moist. bother me. Um, you know, okay. I like say, no, I like to say no. What? What? Have you ever Go seen? Ahead. Oh, this is great. Have you ever seen... This is great fluff stuff. Um, do you know who Barry White is? Barry. Yes, I do. Where they have Barry White... I don't know where it was that I've heard Just this. say words. But he says words that are like mm-hmm. super sexy. So he goes, gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That reminds me of a friend of mine who has a brain damaged son, older than Joe. So she often tells me stories. And he, and he got stuck on the word mesophilioma. Oh, <laughs> is yeah. that what it is? Mesophili- yeah, mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even say it, but you can you can see that, can't you? Mesothelioma. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did like to say um, I did like to say. Remember, Joe had thrombo- thrombocyto thrombocytic thrombocyto. <laughs> you don't purpura. even know thrombocytopenic purpura. What is that? I don't know, but it was an Indian doctor that said it, so it was like thrombocytopenic purpura, <laughs> and I loved the way that sounded. I like to repeat that over and over. So. That's oh, man, great. that's some good fluff stuff. Speaking of uh, health and health topics like mesothelioma, yes. um, I've suddenly <laughs> dialed into my is, own yeah. health. And uh, I'm down like 40 pounds. I've yes, grown out are. a full beard yeah. for Pirate Day, which is, I think everybody knows, September 19th. And we're recording this in springtime. So I have six more months with this uh, lovely beard growth. Mm. Um, but I, uh, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes last year. I've pretty much kicked that to the curb. Um, I'm walking four to five miles every day just to go to and from work because I walk to work. Yep. It was all part of moving back into town to get my health back in order. My, um, I'm calming down. I'm getting more time for meditation. And uh, all that to say, my, my blood sugars are, I'm normal. I'm not even like 
diabetic. You're not normal flesh. I know, not even normal, but that's pretty huge. That's huge. <laughs> that for is me. gigantic, huge, and it's great you to can watch put you your do arms that. Around me. I can't. I know. It's crazy. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, all my all my um, markers for disease have gone away. My my liver numbers, my cholesterol, everything, everything is gone. I just am a yeah. healthy guy. Except, I think our our new podcast needs, needs to be all about um, the healthcare system because you and I have had more conversations about insurance. Oh, what a broken and- system. <laughs> I mean, I, right. I really want to do this grammar podcast, but after that, we can do the healthcare podcast. <laughs> no, no, it's a vocabulary podcast. Oh, vocabulary. Yeah, right. Not, not grammar. Vocabulary grammar podcasts. podcast. That's right. Big words with Fletch and Kendra. <laughs> All right. So let's get on with the show. You know, this is part two to uh, listener Q&A. Yep. Um, we answered three questions last week. Good ones. Uh, from three writers. You know, the one thing I've noticed is all of our listeners are women that are writing in. Guys have no questions. That's the deal. Or guys aren't listening. I don't think guys are listening. Or they say, hey, write in and ask Fletch and Kendra this. No, no. Don't you remember that last one we read last week? She said, I I uh, have my husband listen to sections. So I don't know what she's doing, but she, no, that's she's this like week. editing. No, that's oh, this week. Okay, yeah, gotcha. you're, we're going to get to that one. Okay. She, she edits and she fast forwards. She's like, I want you to listen See? to this. Right, exactly. <laughs> this I is know. where they talk about that's you, buddy. The, that's the equivalent of like leaving a book on your husband's with a, nightstand yeah. with the page open. I'm going to make fun of her, but that is what it's like. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come right back. Hey folks, you know how much I love to talk about coffee, and you know how much I love to talk about our sponsor, Caroline's Coffee, fresh roasted coffee from the foothills of California, right in the gold country, right on the slopes of the Sierras. Well, this week, their coffee of the week is one of my favorites. You always ask what I would order. Uh, This is a Tanzanian pea berry, and yes, it's from southern Tanzania, but here's the deal. You know what a pea berry is? Maybe you don't know what it is, but inside every coffee bean, there's typically two berries, two coffee beans. Um, a pea berry is when there's only one bean, so it's slightly smaller, but this one, I'm telling you, great coffee. If you've never had a Tanzanian pea berry, you need to get a bag and try it. It's unlike any coffee you'll get on the shelves at your grocery store. Um, this is a very specific, very unique, and very flavorful coffee. Um, I can't say enough about it. Head on over to carolinescoffee.com, use our code HIRL, you'll get 10% off any order. All right, here we go. And more questions for Fletch and Kendra. Remember, these are just our answers. Um, folks, if you want to argue, go ahead and argue. Yeah, we're we not care. Jesus. We so are. We're just answering people's you questions. Can argue with us. We're not actually even specialists in these. So the first one comes in from Grace. And Grace says, I'm a soon to be homeschooling mom with three little boys, five, three, and one. So she's not even homeschooling, and she's listening to our podcast. Why? I grew up as a middle child. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many more things Thanks, to do. Grace. Hey, Grace, we have this vocabulary podcast coming up. <laughs> I grew up as a middle child in a large family that was very healthy. My mom wasn't depressed, although I loved Fletch's rant and agree with them. Right on. <laughs> my dad owned his own business, and my mom stayed home to raise kids and help with Cub Scouts and boosters. Ooh. This sounds like a 70s kid, but she's not based on her age, yeah. on age of her kids. So in many ways, it seems very similar to what I think your family must be like. We were not homeschooled, but we went to a small church school and basically knew everyone like family. Yeah. My dad was a character and was always driving everyone and the dog around in the suburban 
taking kids to get ice cream and teaching us how to sing along with the Rolling Stones. Sound you, like anyone you know? I was going to say. Yeah, that's awesome. You're her dad and Fletch, man. My, my mom was great. You know, and he, she said suburban, so this has got to be like in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yep. My, my uh, mom was great, but it was hard work just trying to keep all of us fed and clothed. Amen, sister. Yeah. When I look at your tweets and Instagrams, obviously she's following us, <laughs> and I tried to find her. I can't find her, so she is just stalking us. You guys sound so normal, and you seem to do what you want and live without letting anyone dictate your choices. How do we, my husband is a physician's assistant and will be an involved homeschool dad, make sure that we don't become homeschool whack jobs? Thanks again, Fletch, for calling a spade a spade. Also, I went out on a, oh, yeah, I went out on a limb and shared your Josh Duggar episode with a friend from church. She's been a huge Duggar follower. She loved what you had to say and is not even a homeschooler but now brings you up in a conversation with me every week. <laughs> so two people that <laughs> don't homeschool great. are now talking about That's us. That's so funny. Um, okay, yeah, so I have an immediate thought about this one. Because okay. the question boils down to how do we not become homeschool whack jobs? Yes. Okay, I think we put homeschooling in its proper place. Okay. Right? I think we become whack jobs when we make an idol out of it. Yep. Right? When mm-hmm. it becomes who we are, what we do. And I remember... When I was first homeschooling, I remember some speaker I was listening to, probably on cassette tape, <laughs> saying that it becomes a lifestyle. It's all, you're all in. It changes everything. And I remember thinking, oh, I don't really want that. But it did. We allowed it to. It did take over. Um, and, it, and it's okay that it takes over in the practical. So, for instance, you can say, um, we're, we're going to read aloud, you know, out in the backyard on a blanket and have a picnic lunch today. That's part of our homeschool culture, right? In our family. Yep. And that's lovely and wonderful. When it becomes um, the lifestyle that dictates who you are and what you're all about, then we're getting over into the whack job side. Because then we're saying this homeschool thing, it is who we are. Rather than this Jesus, he is who we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, my, my answer is uh, twofold, very easy. First, uh, uh, Grace, eat the cake pops. Um, that's the first. I mean, if you don't really know, you have to go back and listen to all of them. Secondly is just keep listening. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to prevent home job whackery, but you're already there. Home job I'm, whackery. Yeah. Home, home? No, home job. <laughs> Homeschool whackery. We did, We definitely need that vocabulary yeah. podcast. <laughs> Homeschool whackery. Um, you know, you're already there. The way she's even written this email, she seems like she's dialed in to like – don't let it over don't let it over overtake your life you know don't let it be so serious about it like this is a part of life this is one part of life and i don't know what your dad did grace you said he owned his own business but look at how you described him my dad was the guy with the kids in the suburban getting ice cream he was not about that business that didn't define him yep. so in the in the same vein <clears throat> let's not let these things of what we do to earn money, what we do to educate our children, what we do to, uh, to recreate, you know, there's yeah. that family down the street that's, I'm making this up, but you know, the family down the street that all you know about them is they ski, right. Yeah. Or all, so, or their motocross or, you know, whatever it is. So when we let anything define us that way, it's just out of kilter. Yeah. All right. Well, good one. Thank you, Grace, for writing in. All right. Our second one. And again, we have two kind of short ones. Then we have one that's a little meatier. Um, <clears throat> This one comes in from Trisha. Uh, now, listen to this. Kendra, I love you both. I like how she writes it. Like, Kendra, oh, by the way, I love you both. Thanks for being so real. I've always felt like an outsider to the homeschool community. We are a blended family. Now, immediately I thought that meant divorced, remarried, but she meant this. 
Two of our kids are in public high school and oh, two yeah. are homeschooled. Yeah. Your recent episode on homeschoolers who judge, if you haven't heard that, we have to go back and listen to that episode, was excellent. We left the homeschool co-op and stopped attending our local homeschool convention because we always felt judged mm. by choosing <sighs> to put our kids in the public high school. Yeah. I find myself having to justify the excellent sports and performing arts program that our kids participate in. Mm-hmm. Your show focused on the mom choosing kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear your opinions on homeschooling parents like us who just willingly choose to finish the high school education in the public school system. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being the one place where I feel accepted as a homeschool mom. Your show is a great weekly encouragement to me. Oh, yay, Trisha. Yay, and I'm bummed. Why? I'm bummed that we're the place where she gets encouraged. No doubt. I mean, Trish, I... No doubt. So, yeah, we want to encourage you. But this is a different question. The reason we chose to answer this, because it's like we just answered this on the homeschoolers who judge one, and Mm -hmm. we just talked about like a whole episode on this. But this is specific, and this reminds me of the 1990s, where people would homeschool for the first, you know, up through junior high. That was just the regular thing. Uh And they would ask you, oh, you're going to homeschool. Now, are you going to homeschool through high school? Like, like that was the defining line. Like, um, well, yeah, I, under, I understand doing it through junior high. I mean, are you kidding me? That's right, easy. Right, right. But you're not so going to you high school. The thing is, you get judgment on that end. You get the judgment from the people that are like, well, they need to be in high school. I mean, surely you're not going to do this prom? through high what school. What about You know, what about this? What about <laughs> right. Science how do they get into college or the SAT? Math. Right. <clears throat> and the, but then you get judgment from the other end too, because I remember having a friend say to me. So do you know anybody who's still homeschooling through high school who hasn't sold out? Those yeah. were her words, who hasn't sold out. Well, what message did that send to me at the time? If you choose to if put your I kids choose, in homeschool or in, in, in high, high school, school, I'm you're selling, selling out. out. You're a sellout. I'm a sellout. That's and right. <clears throat> that's probably what Trish feels like. Right. Exactly. So again, Trisha, I think, you know, if you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know, it's that every child, every year. Um, and in our family, we, we're a blended family too, because we had, we homeschooled our oldest two privately in our homeschool all the way to graduation. And then our next three did and will graduate from the hybrid charter high school. That's a homeschool mashup. essentially. And then we were just talking this week about the fact that our little guy who's in fourth grade this year, when he goes into high school, he will be the only Fletcher in high school. So his sister, he'll graduate eighth grade when his sister above him graduates high school. And so the possibility opens up for us, for him. He will be in every child, every year kind of thing. And we will look at him and say, what should we do with him? What mm-hmm. What is best for him? Mm-hmm. Is it best to do dual credit? And I mean, we live walking distance to the junior college. Would that be the best option for yeah, him? Right. You know, would being home, would being in a high school, would whatever it is. And so that's just that every child every year. And and really, again, can we take it back to live as loved? Yeah. And I can also, let me do this, just for our listeners who are ripping their hair out saying, why do I listen to a homeschooling podcast when these two yahoos are telling people, oh, go to the public school? No, that's not what we're saying. Kendra, are you a homeschool mom? Absolutely. Are you pro-homeschooling? Absolutely. Right. But one of the someone, best decisions we've ever made. But when someone like Trisha says, I'm going to choose public school, go for it, Trisha. You know what? That's living, live as a free person in this world and don't take the abuse and the judgment. I, I just think you're free to make decisions. Right. And again, I said on that podcast, the whole, for me, the defining moment was, um, I remember when James Dobson said, if you live in California and your kids are in the public school system, 
That is the wrong choice. That's big words from James Dobson. And you know, at the mm-hmm. time, I don't care what James Dobson says, but you know, he said a lot to a lot of people that mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, and that mattered was a huge, huge political statement at the time. So, yeah, um, yeah live is love. There we go. So, Can I say one more thing as old okay, people? Because yeah. we're old people, you yeah. and I. We have these adult children uh, married. We're not septuagenarians. No. For what? the vocabulary podcast. <laughs> what is it when you're 46 and 48? Oh, you're not. Anyways, so, but on the older end of this, right? Like, think I think we like to think of ourselves as sort of big brother, big sister. Not, yeah. not big brother that way, but like you know, yeah, we've like done we're this we're a step ahead. Years. We're we're twenty years into homeschooling, almost twenty one. You know, as that those people who have seen it all, and we're some of the few people around us who are still homeschooling. So, our older children were raised with other homeschooled kids whose parents are done. They had two or three kids, four even, and they're done. And we are still homeschooling. (laughs) And so we have seen so many things over the years. Guess what? We have seen kids go public school all the way in Christian families who are sold out for the gospel on the mission field, in ministry, you know, loving the lost so well. And we've seen kids who've been homeschooled all the way through who have walked away and said, I want none of this. And and the reverse. We've seen, you know, we've seen it in every situation. Homeschooling isn't the answer. We yeah, know that. Right, we right, talk right. about that. And but neither is putting them in high school so that they'll get into a great college yeah, or you know, it, that's not the answer either. So again, it comes down to saying, let's follow what we believe the Holy Spirit is calling our family to do. All right, with that, let's take a break and we will come right back with our final answer for the night. Hey, in between answering these questions, uh, you all know how much uh, I've confessed on this podcast that I don't love to read. Well, I want to take just a quick moment to tell you about two great new books that I've read that I loved that I think you should read as well. The first is Kendra's Lost and Found. If you want to hear the story behind the story, you know, behind the podcast and hear just what happened in the life of Fletch and Kendra that took us from a life trapped in religion to uh, where we were lost, uh, to a life of the gospel where we were found, where we woke up from gospel amnesia. You need to pick up her book, Lost and Found. You can find that over at KendraFletcher.com. Hey, she doesn't know that I'm plugging this book, so let's not tell her. Uh, The second book is one we talked about last week with uh, Barrett Johnson. It's The Young Man's Guide to Awesomeness. It'll be coming out in the middle of May 2017. Uh, You need to head on over to InfoForFamilies.com. It's a great book that talks to boys about purity. Uh, It talks to them about positive relationships, and it encourages them to get off their butts and stop playing video games and to go out there and do something awesome. So uh, those two books, uh, Kendra's book and Barrett's book, uh, they are my recommendations uh, for the month. You need to get out there and get them. Thanks. All right, here we go. Our final answer, uh, final question. Uh, We've answered two already from Grace. Uh, How do you not become a homeschool whack job? Great question, Grace. (laughs) And then Trisha, who uh, is saying, hey, we put our kids in high school. We do it willingly. We know we're going to put our kids in high school. That's what we do. It's a choice. That's our family. Yep. Um, How do we... How can I do that without feeling so guilty? What do you guys think about that? And then our third one. Um, this is uh, this is a long question. I'm gonna I'm gonna sum it up. Um, this comes in from Marla, and this is the one you talked about earlier. She she loves the podcast. She had to contact us. She's been listening for three months, and she's catching up to all 150 shows. Whew. So she is cranking oh, through them. She's a hurler. 
Her husband says she's a cross between a binge listener and a stalker. <laughs> um, and it's been a game changer in their family. They have kids, four kids from 12 to 7. Uh, they have been schooling and parenting for 15 years in a gospel wasteland. Mm. Husband was just transferred. They they go to a new church down in Texas. They go to the Village Church, which is uh, Matt Chandler's church. Yeah. And um, he, she said, being in church just reminds us every week of what we hear from your show. That is a compliment. If you're hearing gospel-centered stuff every week in church and you're hearing it here on this podcast, awesome. Uh, that's not a bad, you know, it's like someone says, hey, every time I listen to Tim Keller, I think of you guys. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, that is fantastic. We just get, we get a good diet of the gospel every week in our church, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our church here in Modesto. So um, I'm glad that that spills out onto our show. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of listeners that say that, you know, about the hope shifting and they love being pointed back to Jesus and how homeschooling won't save your kids. So they've had a few issues in their marriage, nothing that hasn't uh, been an issue, but here's why I'm writing. Uh, she listens every week and then fast forwards to the parts that she wants her husband to hear on the show. And so, you know, like, listen to this. Um, and she said, our podcast gets them talking hmm. everything from, uh, packing up and driving to Alaska, like, uh, with our, That's our, cool. our, yeah. our fun, uh, list, uh, with our fun friends, uh, or moms dealing with depression. But she said, it wasn't until I got to sex talk with Sheila Gregoire, uh, where, where things were there. She said, our sex life's been pathetic. Hmm. Um, she's a, a mom who just dove in uh, to schooling kids. And she's the real issue is I've spent so many years trying to be the perfect homeschool mom that I slowly stopped putting effort into being a wife. Too tired, too busy, I have a list of excuses. And I'm married to the most patient and kind man, and he's a great daddy, but too many times I've brushed him off intimately and avoided him. I'm the woman you describe in your podcast. Um, and you know what? My My husband finally got the message, and he gave up trying. So... They're in this intimacy wasteland, mm-hmm. uh, and I just ignored the problem. And he poured himself into work and travel, and we were headed nowhere good and slowly drifting apart without even trying. But once again, you jumped into a discussion that we were afraid to have, and who knew we'd be challenged on the topic of intimacy from a homeschool podcast? Well, hello. Welcome to this podcast, Marla. <laughs> that we'll, we'll talk about that every other episode. We're just crazy. Um, <laughs> We're great problem solvers, but we're horrible at talking about our own issues, and this show got us started. I think you may have saved our marriage from drying up and dying. Mm. Thanks for not being afraid to be real. You never know what your listeners need to hear. Mm. And um, yeah, so uh, Marla, wow, that was a big one. That was a big email. And you know what? First, I would just come out. I know Kendra has some things to say, um, but I would say, uh, hey, you know what the truth is? Um, We've all been there, (laughs) you know? I know yep. there's uh, more often than not times when um, I really need to be around and with my wife, and she wants nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. That's what she communicates non-verbally. Fletch. Right? Are we having this conversation on this podcast, you sure. and I, right, right. now? No, but same thing. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. what did you say today? We went out to lunch today, and you said, this little kid, brain injured, does not know personal space. He and does not. You know, all the only know thing I want space. is personal space. Right. You know, with... Uh, Me. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I want to be in your personal space. That's what... We've, we've talked about this openly, so this is not new news to yeah. our listeners. But. You don't have, you know, eight kids in 15 years without feeling like somebody's sucking you dry, literally. Yeah. I literally mean, you know, and I think, did she say this? Because I, I, I laughed out loud when you read me something today, and I thought, yeah, I mean, I spent so many years thinking, why don't you guys just cut open a vein in my neck and suck me dry? Yeah. <laughs> because it can feel like that. Yeah. I think, you know, Fletch, there's that, that's reality, but then you add in 
issues of identity that's becoming really all homeschooling. What, that's what yeah. she is. It wasn't so much. She didn't say so much like I've been like my life is sucked away. She said yeah. I was pouring myself into becoming this perfect homeschool mom. Mm-hmm. So much so mm-hmm. that I had nothing left in the tank for my husband. Right. And uh, there's there is a slight difference there. But again, I think our, our answer to Marla is, um, hey, this is an issue of identity again. Yeah. I mean, if we have to come back to this topic every week, then we come back to it every week. Your identity is not in being a homeschool mom. Right. And, uh, you know, that is not what is going to save you. And neither is it being your husband's wife or being, you know, I mean, let's just throw anything in there because I think we, we throw homeschool moms under the bus a lot for this topic. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the homeschool thing. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the parenting thing, particularly because I think we're living in a, a time period now where we're being told a million things make you the perfect parent. Make you the perfect mom. And moms really carry this burden or this weight. It's the Pinterest thing, right? Yeah, right, And we carry this idea of what we're supposed to be doing and what we have to be doing and what are... And, you know, and I had somebody um, tell me something that was said behind my back about one of my children recently, and it stung. And I wanted to go in there and defend myself and say, does she have any idea, you know... Uh, it was such a good reminder that I somehow had some identity tied, you know, to yeah. that parenting thing when it, when it hit me, you know? Sure. Um, and I think that's, that's where the rubber meets the road is when we say, when we're being criticized or when we understand that something hits us in, in a way that jostles, you know, it pulls the rug out from underneath us. And then we realize, oh my goodness, suddenly my identity has been in the wrong place all this time. Yeah, and I I would wrap up two things for you, Marla. First off, um, as the husband, in <laughs> is I'll stand up for him and say, "Hey, you know what? You were married to him first, yeah, you know, before he became homeschool." And you mom. will still be when those yes. kids are gone. Um, and you know, as as I, and this is going to sound bad, but I'm I'm not just standing up for your husband saying, "Yeah, you need to be there for him." But it sounds like you guys are already working towards it. I'm glad that that podcast with Sheila Gregoire um, helped you remember that. You know, yes, deal with it. Was it popcorn? All the popcorn going yeah, off, you know, deal right. with those or the ping pong balls or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, get those organized so that you can then, you know, connect with one another. Um, but the second thing is be careful because, you know, what you just told us was I tried so hard to be the perfect homeschool mom mm-hmm. that I ended up not being the, you know, so there was a hope shifting going on. I hope shifted over to here. Yeah. Well, now it's just as much of a chance for that pendulum to swing and you can hope shift over to being the perfect wife anything and you know but now it's wife and and what if that doesn't change things so Mm. you guys have some tricky waters to navigate i would just encourage you guys to live as loved and be talking out loud through this Mm -hmm. um i know that sometimes it's just hard to just vocalize um needs desires wants uh confusions frustrations but keep talking that's that's the key is keep talking keep communicating so Woo! Another three big questions. Yes, but I'm hoping that what we did here uh, in both episodes was just end on the gospel. Yeah, that's what we wanted to. And uh, if there's anything you're going to hear week in and week out at uh, Homeschooling in Real Life, it's this. It is uh, not about homeschooling. That is not what is going to save your kids. That's not what's going to make you the perfect homeschooling mom or dad or person. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just hope shifting, plain and simple. And remember, hope shifting is just another turn term for idolatry and when we start creating idols uh, we take our eyes off um, the gospel which is you're loved by god and uh, it's all what jesus did before anything you can do 
Um, and we, if we reverse that and start thinking about what we have to do, then we, we put the power in our hands and it never belonged in our hands. So right. let's, let's remember that. Now, if you want to reach us, if you say, hey, you guys are full of malarkey, um, and malarkey is a big vocabulary word too. That's a good one. I think, especially if we, <laughs> be, we could nicheify and become an Irish vocabulary podcast, so then you really? could say malarkey. <laughs> I know. Oh, I do know shillelagh. Was, oh, I was good. using that all during uh, Lucky Charms. That's not. <laughs> that's not Irish. But anyhow, right. so if you want to reach out to us and let us know where we are full of malarkey and you'd like to hit us with a shillelagh, you can reach us at homeschoolingirl.com. It's our website where you can find out everything about Fletch and Kendra, uh, how to reach us, how to email us, how to leave us a voice message. And if you have a question you want us to answer, feel free to throw it in. We'll, we'll keep doing this. This is These are easy episodes when we just have to answer questions all day. Are you kidding me? This is great. And if you have vocabulary words you want to send in, feel free to correct our vocabulary. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com. Homeschooling in Real Life.